do it. I'm like the perfect amount. Drunk right now. Not drunk. I'm not allowed to say that on here, but I'm perfect. Right. Amount. Buzz. That's the proper term. Buzz. buzz. Meanwhile, I've got like a. I've eaten way too much. Usually I don't eat before we start. I usually eat afterwards. Yeah, I just stop halfway through and be like, ooh, gotta go handle this. Yeah. <laughs> you got 30 minutes to process it and it's a wrap. All right. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Beer and Bible. I am Neil, Encyclopedia Biblitanica. And this is. I'm Chris. I'm the official head master Bible reader and super, super high functioning alcoholic. Yes, he, he's got the perfect amount of buzz. <laughs> the perfect amount of buzz. You can't say drunk on the air. Uh, all right, so what are you buzzed on? Hold on, I'm fancy and I have a koozie. Ooh. Let, me set, let me set this damn Bible down real quick. Yep. It's tying up my other drinking <laughs> arm. Let's see. It is Three Notched Brewery, which is actually, they're local guys. Well, semi-local. They're Charlottesville, so they're Southwest Virginia guys. Yes. Or, or Virginia guys. I don't know if that's still Southwest. It's mm-hmm. close. Anyway. The Ghost APA American Pale Ale. It's pretty good. It's a little on the weaker side, 5.1, but it tastes really good. Nice. Nice. All their stuff's really good. Yeah. And their food's really good. That, but you can't buy that in the store. Okay, I have. I, I can speak to the food at Three Notched. Yeah. I've enjoyed that. It's so. fucking awesome. Yeah. We get some other breweries we go to that have to, we like, I have to cross my fingers as food trucks. Yeah. Or I'm just drinking out of my Nalgene. But they, but they have their own kitchen. And it's awesome. Yes, yeah. that have part- I have partaken in that. Um, all right, we finally found common ground in yeah. the beer. In three notched. <laughs> in three notched. Thank you, three notched. That's uh, free beer. Yeah, or food. <laughs> all right. All right. So we are in our Christmas season. Yeah. Like, and you're, if you're listening to this right now, you're like Christmas season. What the? This is like sleigh bells that I was just making. Yeah, so we are in Christmas in uh, in Matthew. In Bethlehem. In Beth- yeah, Bethlehem. Um, that sounded Russian to me. Bethlehem. Uh, wait whatever. a fuck it up. All right. Uh, so we, I finished um, Matthew 1, I think. We finished that one. Yep. And now we are jumping into Matthew 2, chapter 2. Yes. So. So. Setting up the story. Um, so this is uh, so the baby's been born. Baby Jesus has happened. Okay. So he's already been like. So you're talking about baby Jesus, but now he's on the scene. Yeah. He's think, out. Yeah, like out yeah. and about. Well, he's yeah. We're gonna like, he's gonna process out the womb. He, is that what the process out the womb? That's what that's it was. It is a fucking process. The second one we had. Yeah. Oh god, dude! It was like everything you ever saw in the movies. It was like, you know, we're on our way to the hospital, and she's turned around backwards in the seat, puking into a Kroger bag. And screaming, and two a.m. in the morning, it was like, like freaking uh, that second Jurassic Park movie where they're dropping. Nobody's probably ever seen it, The Lost World. Yeah, like driving with that baby T. Rex and its legs broken, and they drive by the guy, and it's just like, ah! <laughs> like you can hear it coming and then go by. Like it was fucking like that, except like taking breaks to puke in a bag. I was like, we're gonna pass it, and like I'd try to go slow over bumps so she wouldn't get sick, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing you need to keep driving and i'm like i'm just, i'm like oh my god it was it was horrible for me all right but now i have two kids yay yeah. yay all right <laughs> so mary's having her first kid she's like 14 Amateur. years old and like uh, yeah oh well, wait, never mind yeah have we talked about that um age range of these two i think you might have touched on it um so might as well recap that yeah, too while yeah. we're talking about so the question is, how old was Mary? 
Um, and how old was Joseph? So uh, there are some traditions that Joseph was much older and that he actually had already had kids. Oh. And that uh, allows for Jesus to have um, brothers and sisters while still being a perpetual virgin. That Sounds she... like a Tom Hanks movie. What, like perpetual virgin? No, the oh. <laughs> Jesus having family and stuff. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I was, when you said Tom Hanks, my brain went to like the burbs. I went to like <laughs> 80s Tom Hanks. I was thinking of all the wrong Tom Hanks movies. Okay. Anyway, um, that was that was bad. All right. So, uh, so some people think that Joseph was much older than Mary, um, and he would have already had been married and already had kids. Like, not we don't know how much older, but there's like thirties, forties, somewhere in there. Just wanted a second family for fun. Um, yeah. Uh, no, no. The idea would be that his first wife had passed away, and so he was oh. being he was remarrying. Oh. Um, and that that would have been common. Like, it would have been unheard of. And then the other idea is if you go with just standard uh, cultural Judaism of the time in that territory, uh, they used to say that young men were ready for the marriage bed at age 20. Hmm. So they, they, they were men at age 13, but then they grew and, and you know, worked on a trade and things like that. And then when they're in their late teens, got early their life 20s. life together, and then they were allowed to get married. Yes, yes. And that was actually part of the betrothal process, is that even if they were betrothed or engaged, um, which had the same legal weight of being married, uh, they would have the betrothal period, and they would still go and, and take some time to go get their lives together. Uh, usually, That's where they had all these awesome dating apps. Like, yeah. They're like Christian groups, and there's like a farmer group. You can only meet other farmers. I then there's like there are Christian farmers that are left-handed group I'm making stuff up. All right, uh, and then the other one, the, uh, if you're going on the other side, is wondering, well, how old was Mary at the time? Um, usually, uh, if I've got this right, it would be right after the woman, uh, the young girl, has her first period. It would be about a year later that then they would start looking at a betrothal period huh. about getting her married off. So she's again, we don't know how long the betrothal period was or any of that. Could be a year, could be up to three years. I think is one of the longer ones I've heard. Hmm. Um, so you can somewhere in that 13, 14, 17 range gotcha. for Mary and him in his early 20s. So, um, yeah. so that might make some people uncomfortable. So there you go. The Bible makes you uncomfortable. Wait till we get to Leviticus. <laughs> no shit. Uh, so, so baby Jesus is on the scene. Now. Yes. I think, I think we're at. We're uh, starting off in chapter two. So. Just fire it off. Yeah. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. So that's where like the song comes from. Like the aren't these the wise men? Yeah, the wise men, the magi. Uh, three that, kings, we like, three kings yeah. from Orient Far. Yeah, yeah, I love that like claymation. Yeah, yeah. Shit. All right, so let's. So first... were they wise? What, what what's a magi? A magi. They're probably um, <laughs> some of those advisors. vague Middle Eastern yeah. terms. They're probably advisors to the king. Uh, some people think they're from Babylon. Some people think that they might even have some sort of uh, handle of Judaism. At the time, the big rabbinic school or the big school of Judaism was still based in Babylon. Huh. Like not like modern day Syria, I think. Not even in Jerusalem. But, but we are like... thinking that they were new Jewish culture. Or were Jews and not just random. Well, they, some people think that they were Jewish. Not oh. many. That's a minority to take. Oh, okay. Other people think that they were advisors to the king of Syria or whatever, like 
advisors out that way, even though Syria was also part of the Roman Empire. So this wouldn't be anyway. King Herod. They just kind of ran into King Herod. Yeah, Herod. yeah. They were, they're from like two provinces over. Gotcha. Um, some people have even tried to argue that they're from China. I've even heard that one. Huh. Like there are all kinds of ideas where these guys come from. But <laughs> most likely, our, our best guess, the, the, uh, maybe not the correct one, but the most scholarly scholarly popular opinion would be that they were advisors to a king. Uh-huh. And as far as are they magicians, are they kings, are they wise men? What what are they? Well, it's to to pull from uh, Thor, the original <laughs> Thor movie. It's like <laughs> you know, you guys, science and magic are different. In my world, they're the same. So in the same way, you didn't really have a difference between astronomy and astrology. Gotcha. Like those aren't two separate ideas. Everybody's just trying to figure shit out. Yeah, so they're probably scientists. They're advisors. They would probably help out like with. They'd have like battle plans. Like, well, they wouldn't be like military conquerors, but you know, they might. <laughs> Sorry, way off. They're Maybe not Swiss military army leaders. No. They just did whatever they needed to do. Yeah, in in a way, they might uh, advise the king on taxation. They'd be like cabinet members or something like that. Huh. So let's go with like advisors to the king that were scientists as well. Hmm. And astrologers and Fancy. they might have some like do some magic stuff as well it's like <laughs> alchemy it, it, at this time these magic and science aren't separate yeah um so they are but look at them as advisors to the king and it would make sense that they would be sent out as emissaries to go and if they are looking at the stars and looking at the signs they're looking for something and they want to like you know, whoa that motherfucker's new yeah <laughs> where so did that the, star come from Exactly, so a new star, a new star to us. The, the the magi are interpreting these these wise men, quote unquote, are interpreting it as um as the as a sign for a new king, and they know the direction to go. Uh, well, some, it's like that's not a star; it's the fucking sun. Like, yeah, how are you enjoying your first day of sobriety? <laughs> Fuck this! This goes back to the bottle. Oh man, we'll we'll get we'll get into some uh, we'll get into their gifts in a little bit. <laughs> what exactly they bring? <laughs> We're a bunch of drunks. Um, maybe not drunks. But again, we'll get into this. <laughs> All right. So hang hang tight on that one about the uh, sobriety issue with the Magi. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about King Herod. So King Herod ruled from 37 BCE up to I think 4 CE. So he doesn't last much longer after this whole story. Um, he was on good terms with Caesar Augustus. Uh, most of the time, people really hated Herod. Uh, they actually said that he was. It was better to be a pig in his house than it was to be a son. Huh. The reason is because he, like, so Herod was, he was from a different region that had converted to Judaism, quote-unquote converted. Like, not really, he just halfway was converted to Ju- Judaism. <laughs> so he married a Jewish woman and then pretended to be Jews in front of everybody. That's really the best way of putting it. So when he would go to visit Caesar and go to Rome on trips, he had all the bacon he wanted. Like right, Allison would say, a manipulative little shit. Yes. <laughs> so he would go over there and he would eat all the bacon he wanted, uh, oysters and crabs and all that crab legs for days. But then as soon as he showed back up to like where he was, he was quote unquote king. He was like this puppet king. He didn't actually have control, but he was the puppet king of Israel. So he would show back up and then he'd be like, no, completely kosher and like trying to like be on good terms <laughs> with the people that he was ruling over. Yet he also tried killing his sons. Multiple times. I mean, it happens. But yeah. So he he was it was I build mine bike ramps. That's the long game. Nice. <laughs> uh, he did it himself. Um. So the uh, by this point he actually has worms. Um, oh, gross. Yeah. So I think Josephus and a couple other people write about him having some awesome worms. 
that usually come from. When I say <laughs> they must awesome, be pretty damn bad if you got people writing about them. Yeah, you think as a king that shit would be like way under rats. Oh no, no, he was, like no, this motherfucker had worms crawling out of his like mouth while he was eating. They, they said that it was. Uh, I think Josephus wrote that it was coming out of his privy parts. Ew. So it was like coming out. Yeah. So the worms that he got um, come from when somebody would have probably defecated and then went to go prepare his food and brought it to him, and then he ate it from there. Oh. Uh, they started out in your stomach. Um, they go into your lungs and into your brain. So the guy was going mad. Oh, uh, those th- are gross. So they're eating in your lungs, and they're defecating in the lungs, and so his breath really stunk. Oh. His brain was being eaten from the inside out. He was having worms coming out of him, like peeing and pooping. Just, I would just, set myself on fire and just die. And he actually did. He, he was thinking that. Really? So he was sitting there, and he had a paring knife. And he's like, basically, I'm so sad. And he took the paring knife and then tried to stab himself. The problem was he was a king that ate a lot. So he was. Oh, he couldn't make it through the fat. Yeah. He was too obese. Poor guy. So he couldn't even commit suicide that well. And worms started spilling out and they'd tape him up. Yeah. Like. Tape worms. Yeah. Uh, Well, so he, so um, he tries to stab himself. His sons hear about this. And then there's this issue of like one of the ones being like, oh, I want to be king. Like, who's going to be king now? And then he heard about that, and he had those guys killed. So that's the whole <laughs> killing his sons. So, yeah, he's so going... he sucks ass. It's, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, he's going crazy, too. So his, the brains are... Uh, the worms. The worms. Are, are eating his brain, not his brains eating the worms. The worms. So he is falling apart. He is absolutely crazy and still in tar- like wanting to be uh, in charge and everything like that. So um, he actually had his sons... Uh, orders his sons to be strangled to death. He had, like, nine wives, so oh, boy, losing... Yeah. You know, what? That's a hell of a way to go. Yeah. Just that, like arrows or chop their heads off and no, just strangle them to death. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you get nine wives, you can afford at least two sense. sons. Yeah. Can't be that bad. And if they ain't going to let those fucking worms near them. Yeah. I wouldn't be letting no wormy ass king near me. Set me on fire. I don't think he said it. Anyways. Anyway. Um, so then we said like the whole Magi and the astrologer. There were astrologers. They were, these are the guys, they come to Herod and like, um, that, that makes sense. If they see a sign that they think is telling them there's a king being born, like, where's the first place you go? It might not be assumed that Herod's house and is where the king is. It just makes sense that the king of the region would know where the new king is being right, born. Right, right, right. So they're going there for information. Yeah. So they roll up there. They're just like, hey, where is he at? Um, also, the star. Like, okay, so what is the star? Um, some people say that it wasn't necessarily a specific star, but they point out that Jupiter and Saturn aligned in Pisces twice in the year 6 BC, huh. BCE or whatever. So that would have been like giving them time to like prep and like travel over there. They're thinking like how old he is, um, trying to figure that out. Uh, you also have talks about constellations and stars in some of the Old Testament or the Tanakh, uh, as it's called in the uh, in the Hebrew language. Um, Judges, you remember back when we talked about Samson? Yes. That's that book. It talks about stars, and then there's a book called Job, and Job is just basically where God and uh, Satan, the accuser, or like the devil, maybe fuck this dude's whole life up. That's pretty much the book of Job. <laughs> so they they basically start playing a game. They put place bets on a guy named Job, and then they just treat him like crap. So if you if you're wondering what in the world, check that book out. But it's don't a good take read. Our, yeah, don't take our word for it. <laughs> yeah, or whatever the reading rainbow song is. Nobody that. knows what that is. Um. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> uh, so they, yeah, they're they're just coming over and they're just like looking up to the sky and just trying to interpret the signs and figure out exactly what's going on. Um, some people think it's uh, maybe an angel. There's some old and Jewish and Christian literature that talk about angels guiding and maybe like they thought it was a star, but it was an angel. I don't know, guys. 
just throwing this out here. Um, <laughs> giving you all of the scenarios. Yeah, I mean, there's this whole thing of its leading and its brightness. So we got Herod, crazy king with worm brains and worm lungs and like a weird These pairing. Science guys show up talking about, where's that new king at? And yeah. he's like, I just had all my sons strangled to death slowly because my guards are fucking weak. Yeah. What, what's this king you're talking about? What's this little child baby king? Yeah. Where's he at? Like, oh, we thought, oh, we thought you knew. Yep. So that's that's the setup. All right. So let's continue with the story. Yeah. Um, when King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. They all had worms too. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. Is that it? Let's, let's That's it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Herod actually doesn't hear directly from them. So he gets like he he's like, wait, what? Some people who just rolled up here in like some fancy robes and everything else, carrying some like with deep pockets with a whole bunch of crazy stuff, show up and like, hey man, what's uh? And they're like, hey, there's a king that's born here. So he's already paranoid. He just strangled two sons for thinking that they were gonna try and be king, and now he hears from somebody else outside of the place that, wait a second. <laughs> You think there's a different king? Damn, there's another one coming. So like, you know, he's he's got to like protect himself, even though the worms are eating him. Like he knows he's dying. He just tried killing himself, but whatever. Anyways, uh, the group would have been like, that he pulled together would have been like a bunch of priests. So he's sitting there and like a kind of quasi. Like, he's faking his way through Judaism. Nice. All right, so faking his way through Judaism, and then he's like, they're like, oh, there's a king that's supposed to be here. So what does he do? He grabs all the Jewish priests. Like, you guys know this crap way better than I do. I'm just faking myself through this leg. So you get over here and, like, search, like, the Bible and stuff and find where this is. Um, and then... The Tanakh. Yeah, the Tanakh. And then the... <laughs> the so it looks, you know, the ta- captain of the temple guard and, like, kind of grabs everybody that he can in his cabinet to figure out, what are they talking He's like, about? hey, you look Jewish. Come here. Yeah. fuck you know about some savior? <laughs> some king? What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. That's uh so that's the the setup there. All right. In Bethlehem, oh wait, in Bethlehem in Judea they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. That's a red flag for old worm king. Yeah, so he's like, "Oh my goodness." And so now he's finding out where like where all this is going and he sees um, the proverbial writing on the wall, which actually comes from the prophets, by the way. That phrase, writing really? on the wall, comes straight from the prophets. We're going to put a pin in that. We'll bring that up next episode or another episode. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, I, yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah, say yeah, on, yeah. on this uh, tangent. So, like, the prophets, we've talked about them before. If I could communicate anything about the prophets, quote-unquote, like, stop thinking of, like, fortune-telling people. They do that, but that's about 5% of what it is. <laughs> the rest of it's cool tricks and killing people with bears. No, that would be awesome. <laughs> no, ninety five percent of the time, these these prophets, quote unquote, or like or they come, uh, they come up. Ninety five percent of the time, they're just telling Israel, "Stop sucking." Yeah, quit being shitty. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Stop treating the poor bad, and take a day off on Saturdays. That's ninety five percent. And so this is that five percent um, where they start talking about. Well, we think that this is supposed to be someone coming out of the land of Bethlehem. Another issue is that some people have told have said that Bethlehem. By the time when the prophets were written, it was hard to say as a specific city. Other people think that it was pretty established, but it literally means house of bread, oh. um, which could have been uh, kind of like uh, Salem. There's Salem, Oregon, Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, gotcha. 
um, things like that. Like there could be many places named Bethlehem. I'm not sure, but by, maybe by the time of Jesus' birth, it's a little bit more solidified about which Bethlehem they're talking about. Yeah. Or at the very least, the one that's closest to the temple, like closest to the king. Right. So, um, which is only, I think it's like three to five miles away. So it's pretty close. Mm. Like not not way out of there. It's, it's a day's walk. Um, they are pulling this from uh, Micah 5.2. Um, they're also using the current interpretation. So you've had this piece of writing for a couple hundred years. People will interpret it differently. We have a constitution that was written 200 years ago. We interpret that differently. <laughs> so what they're using is the most current interpretation, the hip, the hippest interpretation of this verse. And that is, <laughs> so they're going around, they're picking out a verse going, this is talking about this like future king, messiah, individual expectation of uh, Judaism, the, the, the one to come. You've seen like enough TV and movies. There's always like the one. And uh, so then Jesus is the one. They're using this interpretation of Micah to make another that. Matrix movie. Oh, yeah. I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. Keanu Reeves could play Jesus. I, I would watch it. I would watch But he has to kill people like John Wick style. I would bless people John Wick style. I don't know. I like, feel like there's a kung fu movie. Like they bless you and like kick him in the face and the dude's healed. Isn't there like a kung fu Jesus movie? A super bloody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is it? We, damn it. Peaches knows about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll look. Let's find it out. We're going to put this We're in the gonna show notes. We're going to put a link to gonna, something. We'll, we'll find it and we'll put it in the show notes. Go to the blog. <laughs> All right. We'll talk more about that later. Kung fu Jesus. Yeah. Um. So he's also combining, like, other people point out that he's combining uh, three verses. He's actually pulling from three sections of the Tanakh, which is interesting that instead of pulling one verse, like, okay, this section, I want to take this, this quote for that. This dude said here, uh, I'm going to try and relate it to politics. That's go with it with me for a second. <laughs> okay. So it's like saying, I'm going to pull a quote from John F. Kennedy. And like, that's my main quote, but I'm also going to like put at the very beginning, some George Washington quote, then have the John F. Kennedy quote. And then I'm going to close it with like a bill clinton quote and it's like whoa you just can you do that and he's like well in in that time that was no issue yeah you're kind of all following the same idea same political concept or something like that right. if i was trying to make a quote and pull it together so in this case they're trying to make a quote for he's uh, trying to tie it into way back yes yes okay. you're trying to pull that together all right let's keep going let's do it then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him. I may, I too may go and worship him, says the Worm King. Yes. I added the Worm King part. The worm. But that sounds like... I, I, yeah, uh, I like so, it. So he's like, yeah, I, I really want to be part of this. Like, Go find him. But don't, don't tell anybody else you found him. Just come to me. Yeah, specifically yeah. only me. Yeah, or else I'll strangle the fuck out of you. No, but seriously, just me. Just, just, <laughs> just me. me. Don't worry about. It. No, I also want to go worship. That's the fucking villainous thing to say. Yeah, and he and he's like, he's already just killed his sons not too long ago, so it's probably not out of his. Could have been to, anything. Like, trying to go and find him, and, and then also worshiping him is actually the, the phrase like to bow down. So uh, let me go and, and like bow down and like pay my respects to him as well. So when we say worship, um, this might not be the same idea of um, that we think of like worshiping a deity, like God or Buddha. Actually, you don't worship Buddha. You don't do that. But you know, worshiping 
an idol or something like that. You're yeah. not bound. It's like paying my respects to this thing, and I don't owe it my life or anything. But like, pay my respects to the king, the new one that's being born. Yeah. So he's going like he's he's trying to be sneaky. <laughs> like Worm King man is sneaky. Right. As Worms talking to him in his head, he's like. I want to go. No, shut up, God, shut up, Dennis. He's like twitching. He's like named all his fucking brain worms. It's like, oh, I, I, I want to go. He's got him like spilling out of his fucking eyeballs. Gosh, I really, all right. We need to do like beer and Bible, the animated series. This makes me think of a Futurama episode with the worms, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> Show notes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, after they had heard the king. They went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, and of incense, and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, so it was a dream that warned him, not the creepy fucking eyeball worms that were yeah. falling out of him. Or butt worms. They return to their country by another route. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting when you look at how that all went down. Um, so so they the star, out, they've been chilling, talking yeah. to the king, and all of a sudden the star starts moving, and they're like, well, that's us, boys. Let's go. Yeah, and it's so the, there's a star thing, and they, like, it's they over are a, drunk. They're yeah, all fucking drunk. They're over a specific house. That's really weird. So that kind of hurts the star idea or the constellation theory. Is like, this one specific constellation pointed right to Jesus and his house. Like, well, you can't walk through a neighborhood and go, the constellation's right over this house. <laughs> well, maybe you can, but I'm no astronomer, so I don't know jack about this. We need to get... We'll you get can mad. do lots of things in random neighborhoods. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I'm going to go... Uh, so, by this point, Jesus is probably about two years old. He's in his terrible twos, uh, toddling around. Uh, yeah, you got one. You got to deal with that already. Yeah. So... No, I've got a three-year-old. Three-year-old? Half-year-old. Okay, so go He's back. shit. Okay, so Jesus wasn't <laughs> cool yet. Jesus was just a terrible two-year-old at this point. Um, now, the, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Actually, gold wasn't the most expensive thing. Like, our minds is like, whoa, gold. Um, like, that's expensive and precious. That's a big deal. But frankincense and myrrh were more priced. Like, uh, just on the economy of the time, I think uh, myrrh was the most expensive of those. Dang. Um, so... Uh, gold. Uh, some people would like to say, okay, gold is for a uh, king. Yeah. And then other people are like, well, frankincense that's used in like uh, making incense and things like that for priests. So like that indicates these priests and myrrh huh. could be in like some people try to associate that with the prophet. So it, the three roles that Jesus fills: uh, prophet, priest. What and is king. myrrh? Is that another like? Uh, it's a thing? it's another spice. So you uh, could add it to foods and things, but it was uh, also used as. Some people also say that it's saying it's preparing him for his burial because they use this. See, that's what I always heard. Yeah. It's like, that's what you give people that are dead. I, this is my deep theological thoughts on this, like on what's going on here. Yeah. Um, now, I could be wrong because Matthew's just writing it, but these are just really expensive things. Yeah. <laughs> um, people are reading way too much into the yeah, attention. It's, I, I, it's hard to sit there and be like, well, he was absolutely like, that, that's exactly what he was preparing for. I'm also not saying that it's not. Why can't it have a... It's like a good campfire story. Like, and you know what the last shit they brought him was? What? Motherfucking myrrh. They knew he was going to die. Yeah. He's like, drops the story. But, you you know, you're sitting there at a two-year-old's birthday party, and he's like, who brought the death spices? Yeah. This is really dark. fuck out of my house (laughs) right now. You kick him in the ass. Yeah, like, if you're you're Joseph or Mary, and you're just like, 
your kid's going to die one day. <laughs> well, yay. Welcome to the choo-choo train party over he here. Where we got a like, fucking clown and like, yeah. kills everybody. Yeah. like this Strangles is, them all to death really slowly. Or they could just be like, they're really expensive things. There's also a spice. These are all royal, like gifts for royalty. Some people pointed out like that. We don't know. Uh, all right. One thing is we don't know how many magi there were. We don't know if it was two or 200. Mm. So we have no idea. There are three gifts, but we don't know how many. Like how many? Oh, so it didn't name it? Because uh, we always say three. We, yeah, well, we name them later on traditionally. Yeah. Uh, Casper, Althazar, and some other dude. Dang it. Show notes. I'll add that in there later. Later. Anyways, we got those guys. So let's go back to the whole, these guys were drunk all the time. Yeah. Frankincense is a psychedelic. Is it really? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so you so, smoke it? Like, like, you know, do they get there and they're like a little, you know, hallucinating a little bit like we freaking saw this star and that's it was why it was pointing, moving yeah <laughs> it was pointing right to your house like they were yeah you can smoke it um from, uh so we we can hot box ourselves with frankincense i don't know how much it, it takes it's a very thick resin and huh. uh they use it in a lot of churches like uh out east but they like that's better than the snakes that we get in our yeah area. that's true so we get snakes they get I don't know. Like, I don't they get, get high. high. <laughs> well, and they, uh, they don't like again. They don't hot box the churches, and I don't know what kind of amounts it takes to get high frankincense, but it can be like an hallucinogenic, psychedelic nice. kind of deal. So uh, one guy shows up with death spices, and the other guy shows up with hallucinogens, and <laughs> have a good time. The other, the other guy shows up with gold. <laughs> so uh, this is a I'm weird. Take that guy. <laughs> yeah, this is a really weird two-year-old birthday party. Um, but they're all they're all things that are for kings, and they're super expensive. Uh, some people have speculated that like this could be equivalent to hundreds of thousands of dollars. So Mary, little fourteen year old, fifteen year old girl who's been betrothed to this your like twenty year old boyfriend. Why in my head? Carpenter man. Yeah, like gosh, I got so many pictures of like Southwest Virginia in my head of a twenty year old and a fourteen year old. Like this is like this is my mind is conjuring up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't like, put our region on blast. Uh, that we put ourselves we on blast. We are close to West Virginia, <laughs> but we're not there. Um, we'll have to have some movies to recommend. We're like, like mid-South. We're yeah. not like deep South. Yeah. It gets a lot worse. Uh, my favorite phrase about Virginia is uh, northern enough to suck for Southerners and southern enough to suck for Northerners. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we've been talking a lot about Virginia tonight. All right. Uh, we're way off going back to the whole death spices, hallucinogens, and gold. Yeah. So he is Jesus is now going to be a blinged out two year old with hallucinogens and death spices, and that's kind of that's the that's where we're. Uh, then the the wise men have a dream again. I don't know how much frankincense they were doing in <laughs> the time, but they have a dream and they're like, oh shoot! So yeah. we're gonna swerve Herod on the way back, yeah, and, and like, they take the other other route and uh, head out. Fucking worm king. Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks. It's been a good night. Yeah, tune in next time, and we'll figure out where Jesus goes from here. The uh, Magi, I guess, are out, out of the fucking picture. Yeah. See what he does with that frankincense. <laughs> oh, hey, also, if you guys are uh, looking for us, find us on Instagram at, at Beer and Bible Show. Yeah. Or uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Just look for the Mug and Cross logo. Yeah. So find that. Um, start harassing us. Like, give us, like, blow us up. We'll respond. Talk some shit. Yeah. yeah, we'll get on there. We're on there watching it like hawks all so. the time. All right. Cool, everybody. Bye. See you later. Bye. I like that.